cross the streams. Excuse me, Egon. You said crossing the streams was bad. Episode 13, diving into a current events, and this is a hard one for me to talk about, especially today, less than 24 hours after my Dodgers, who teased me for 30 years since their last World Series, <laughs> went ahead and played one of the worst Game 7s of all time, Kane, and uh, surprisingly, I didn't throw anything at the TV, but I think that's because the game was over after the second inning, and I had seven innings to get prepared mentally for them to blow it. The first ever Do Game 7 in Dodger Stadium history. And they're terrible. But what we're trying to talk about today is a little combination. Obviously, the, the, the ratings for this World Series were through the roof. And combine it with last yeah. year's World Series ratings with the Indians and the Cubs, you know, those Game 7s had a combined almost 70 million viewers between Game 7 Indians, Cubs, Game 7 Dodgers, Astros. And I don't think either one of us would call ourselves baseball guys. I'm a Dodgers fan. I'm not a baseball guy. But... I was compelled, so we wanted to talk about a little bit about, is it a renaissance in baseball with people coming back to it? Was it the teams involved? What are your thoughts on these massive numbers for, really, the World Series has been down for a decade in terms of people giving a damn, but the last two have been huge. Yeah, I think I think it's a combination of, of both the fact that they were two teams that won the L.A. Dodgers, so you're talking about a – team that has been very popular for a long time but has not been in the World Series for a long time and people are just waiting for that opportunity and number two you've got the Houston Astros coming from Houston who just went through one of the uh, just a terrible terrible time as far as the city yeah. is concerned and you're looking for some kind of positive situation and here comes your Houston Astros that since their existence have never been to or have not have never won a World Series. They've been there, right. but have never won a World Series. And yeah. so I think the combination of all those things have led to this uh, great ratings. And then you, on top of all that, it ended up being a great entertaining thing mm -hmm. to watch. When you talk yeah. about home runs, you talk about drama, you talk about everything that you're looking for when it comes to sporting events, it provided you that. So I think all those combinations led to the great ratings. And I think that that's a good point you bring up. And selfishly as a Dodger mm -hmm. fan, I tried to ignore the patch that was on the Astros jerseys in every game, the Houston Strong <laughs> patch. Which is Houston awesome, strong, you know man. what I mean? Like, you take a step back from being a Dodger fan, that's an awesome story, you know, with the hurricane, like you mentioned, the flooding, and the fact that the – and you, you never want to say, hey, your house got flooded, but, boy, you should feel better because the Astros won. But realistically, <laughs> you know what I mean? That, but that's what sports does for people, right? Even if it's an escape for seven nights for people that, you know, are really struggling to get back on their feet after this natural disaster, if for seven nights, for five hours each night, they got to feel awesome about Houston again – you know, yeah. I, I think that that's a great point by you um, that, that would and probably led a lot of the country to be cheering for them as well. There's no question. There's no question that regardless if you're a baseball fan or not, that you were tuning into this World Series with the idea of, yeah, hey, wow, here's a Houston team that is on the verge of winning a World Series, has not ever won a World Series. And this could be a such a lifting morale point for this mm -hmm. entire city. Why would you not watch that? Right. And then on top of it, they're playing against the Dodgers, mm -hmm. the Los Angeles Dodgers. That again, a very one of the if you if it's not the Yankees, it's the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. And so those two that combination, it's like wow, okay, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tune in for this. And then you throw in just the characters within the game. Yes. When you got Kershaw for the Dodgers, you got Verlander for yeah. the Astros, you got Altuve, you got yeah. Correa, you've got uh, Bellinger, you've mm -hmm. got Turner, you've got all these names for yeah. each team. It's a fun game to watch. It and really is. Don't you is. think it, that's something that baseball has been missing is personality? Oh, man. You know, those names you just said, 100%. like, and I think part of it for Houston, and I want to jump back to personality too, but part of it is those Astros 
people forget like they were god awful but they lived with these oh. kids as 21 year olds 22 year olds and watched them grow like hey are the astros tanking on purpose and they were like no we're playing springer altuve correa as babies because when they get to be 25 you're not going to be able to get they're them out damn good. and exactly. this damn thing worked and it worked they're going to be damn good exactly you're 100 percent right and that's what you you have to appreciate that you have mm-hmm. to appreciate the fact that they did it the right way at Houston and their management and, and everything about their organization did it the right way where they said, yeah. we're going to draft these guys. We're going to watch them develop. We're going to take our lumps as mm-hmm. and when they're young, young kids and, and we'll watch as the future is going to be bright for these kids. Yeah. And sure enough, it was very bright. And in the end, it resulted in a World Series. And probably an easier and even better connection and stronger connection for Houston. You can claim that truly is our team. Unlike, you know, in some of the years, the Yankees won where they rented and, you know, that God bless them, they can do it their way because they're rich. But they did it via, I'm going to rent that best player because we can afford to pay him. But in this World Series for Houston and even the Dodgers with Seager, Bellinger, Puig, all the guys that are from their farm system, I think a lot of people, for whatever reason, and we've seen that in the NBA, despise free agency. And, oh, yeah. and you you can delude yourself into thinking this kid grew up down the street in Houston or this kid grew up in L.A. in the shadow of Dodger Stadium and walked through the doors as a nine-year-old and here he is winning. I think that's an easy storyline. And one that, like we mentioned, baseball needs stories. The NBA, I think, no right question. now individually has stories that are compelling. The NFL has always had teams and franchises that are compelling. And baseball, mm-hmm. with the Cubs last year winning, I think they lost their last like major story. When will the Cubs finally win? But these two teams mm-hmm. had, like you mentioned, personalities. And people are like, I want to see if Puig licks that bat again today. What the hell yeah. is he doing? But it's yeah. fun to watch. I want to see that little Altuve. What is he, 5'6"? Oh, yeah. He's, and if that. If that. With a little personality. Like, like you mentioned, all the home runs. Boy, it was fun to see guys get crazy excited after they hit them. Instead of, I will run with my head down and not celebrate because <laughs> I don't want to show up. You know what? Hell with that. I hit my fifth homer of the series, George Springer. And I'm running around the bases talking trash, and he deserved to do it. That's it. I mean, you're the one that hit the home run. <laughs> you, you're the one that, in in that moment, in, in one of the most crucial moments of your career, executed in a place where you've practiced your life to execute, and you just did it. Yeah, have a little fun with mm-hmm. it. Enjoy the moment. You, you deserve that. And it's it's fun to see. It's fun to see for as fans, and I think that just draws – people to the game if, if they're allowed to do that more and yeah. if they do actually build up these personalities that you're talking about that uh, that that baseball has been really been missing um, since really to be honest Barry Bonds right and so uh, you go back to the Sosa and McGuire and the days of the so-called juiced yeah. baseball where people were so upset about how oh well it was all juice well guess what the ratings at that time was probably Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, yep. and people watched and, and enjoyed baseball at that time yeah. because of the personalities of the game and things that were happening within the game. And for a long time, they didn't have that. And now I think they, they're starting to build that up again. You know, one thing that before we move on from from this baseball discussion that I found that I had underappreciated about maybe it's postseason baseball as opposed to the regular season 162 game grind or whatever it is. Is the 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 stress? Is it? I don't know if stress is the right word or the drama associated with every single pitch mm. in the postseason when it's your team involved, especially in maybe it's this series because both teams offensively were so lights out dynamic. Like you mm. literally were like, I can't watch him throw to this guy because I'm almost positive he's going to hit it 700 feet outside of the of the park, and it's the big hit they need. Mm. And then when your team mm. got, I mean, every single pitch. And I think I, I underestimated the strategy or the thinking process of a hitter and a pitcher. And John Smoltz, I thought, was phenomenal in explaining, like, this is why you, this is where you guess changeup, or this is why he just did that move as a as a as a pitching coach. I mean, it was all this stuff that I know nothing about in baseball. I thought Smoltz and Joe Buck did a great job laying the table for. No, no, no. This decision that just happened to bring that right hander in right now is 12 decisions in the making, and they laid it out really well. No, I agree with you. I think – you know who I think is does a really good job is John Smoltz. Yeah. I think he does an amazing job with his analysts, especially when it comes to pitching. Yep. I think he does a tremendous job of, of explaining to the common fan 
here is exactly why he threw that pitch. Here's what yep. the manager is thinking. Here's where, like he was doing yesterday, watching that game seven, where he was explaining, yeah, I, I, I will wait and see if he gets this pitcher gets through this inning if the manager doesn't pull him or not. We'll, we'll watch yeah. each and every pitch, and he's saying, yeah, after this pitch, we'll see what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I just think that's a very unique perspective. And again, it just gives relevance to the game, and it just allows us Calman fans that at yeah. times feel bored yeah. when watching games now feel like, okay, yeah, I can watch this because I have a little bit more insight. Yeah, and it that in turn allows draws me a little bit more to it. You know, he he laid out first of all how much better is he than Tim McCarver. Oh, my, oh my goodness gracious. Thank the Lord's <laughs> above for John Smoltz. Uh, but he laid out exactly, and it was depressing for me as a Dodger fan, but he was right. He laid out exactly why Seeger and Bellinger, LA's two and four hitters, mm-hmm. weren't going to do anything in game seven. And he laid out the hole in their mm-hmm. swing, and he laid out the exact spot the Astros were going to hit. And by God, 12 of the 13 pitches, he was right, and they didn't touch the ball. But it, you could figure out as a fan, like, why? Like, what's the problem that these two amazing all-star young kids, Smoltz is saying this, the, the length of their swing and the stance, and oh, my goodness, it was like baseball 101 for, from a master professor. All right, across the streams podcast, Kip My Own, Can I Own, back at you with little Way Back When segment. This, it's been a while, actually, since we've done yes, a Way Back yeah. When segment. And it it just felt right as far as the time <laughs> of year, you know, October, um, Halloween, and so I proposed this idea. I was like, you know what? Let's let's reminisce a little bit about Halloween costumes, Halloween just in general, and what it was like way back when. And I wanted to talk about just again. Terrible costumes, terrible costume <laughs> ideas, maybe great costume ideas. I mean, just anything that comes yep. to mind when it comes to Halloween. I mean, we all go through it, and, and it really is kind of be it, it can be a stressful holiday. Yes, because yes. you're trying to think of the best outfit or costume that you can come up with for a long time, and yeah. you don't want to be that guy that doesn't show up in the right costume. You know what I mean? Do you think? Would you agree with these? There's, I think, there's three stages. Of Halloweendom, if that's a word. Halloween. We like to invent words on this podcast. Halloweendom, or your your experience, your expectations for Halloween. I think when you're certain age, maybe up to nine, maybe eight, all you really give a damn about is candy, right? Like I want candy, and this is going to be awesome. And then I think about nine to twelve, you're really into the costume. Maybe maybe thirteen. A boy, the costume, the details, and I'm going to dominate the costume part. And then at 14, you're like, God, do I really want to do this anymore? And that's when you just start showing up at the doors with a pillowcase and you put on nothing, but you're that tall trick-or-treater. And we had a lot of those come to my house. And I was like, man, just get, just stop. You know what? You're not in the, you don't care about your costume. You really don't even want this candy. You're just out and about. And I, I remember for me, I think it was seventh grade, maybe eighth grade where I just sat down with myself and was like, do I, do I do this anymore? Is this it for me? Am I all done with Halloween? What does life look like without going trick or treating? Because you don't do it again until you're a parent. And then you're just on the, you got your cider and you're on the sidewalk and you don't get any, you don't go to the door anymore. You're exactly right. Um, with, <laughs> there is definitely periods within it's, it's almost like the Jurassic and the, Yes, whatever triassic and all triassic and all the different periods within uh the dinosaur realm you know yeah. and it, that's really how how halloween goes for you as as a young young child as as the child that you don't know what you're being dressed up in but your right. parents your parents take pride in it and they're mm-hmm. taking photos of it and and nowadays i feel even worse for these kids because <laughs> now there's the social media that the, yes. the the things that you're dressed up as a little kid as they'll never go away no they're not going away they, they are stuck yep. yeah they're stuck on social media for the rest of your life and you may be a social media all-star hall of famer and not even know it until <laughs> you're out until the of the age to where you now realize wait a minute that's me right like, that's me in the in the meme or the you know or that hey, Mom, video I'm that was you got 200 likes i had to dress up as <laughs> thomas the train 
Thanks. Exactly. Thank you very much for, for posting that. As you can look in, in my view or you can look at my facial expression, I didn't appreciate it. But sure enough, you put it out there for everybody to enjoy other than yeah. myself. And then, as you said, we move on. We get to the point where you start planning it yourself or think that you planning it yourself. In reality, you have still no control because your parents buy the costumes yeah. or have the money to buy the costumes or are making you the costumes. And, and for us, I know we struggled through that that period in time because our parents were, were not willing to go out and buy the the um, the Walmart. The, the pre, yeah, I guess it wasn't Walmart back then, but just, right. you know, yeah, just the uh, the top of the line costumes. We were yeah. going to be homemade costumes regardless. Yeah. Which I appreciate now, and go, yeah, yeah. why? Let's let's save some money. You but know. at the time, you're going, come on, can this I not? Yeah. Let's just go to Best Drug, or or just yeah. you know, can we just go to Kmart and and get ourselves this? Fr- no, let's. Can you let's remember not do the- your last costume? I'm sitting here racking my brain. I can remember certain costumes, but I absolutely cannot remember the last one where I just threw in the towel. And like, that was it. I'm done. I can't. Like, I remember a adult Halloween party that I went to in my 20s where we all were Ghostbusters. But that was literally maybe the first time since the end of the Halloweendom in my youth that I gave a damn about a costume. I I really, I don't mm-hmm. think I can remember the last one I did. I, I don't think I can. I bet mom has the pictures. I'm sure she does. <laughs> <laughs> he has the pictures developed somewhere. Yes. Um, <laughs> Can you remember yours? I can't. I I I'm trying to think of the best. Co- I I can remember the last eighth grade. I went to Castle Rock Middle School dressed as a pimp. Oh my! Uh, of course you did. <laughs> of course. And, yeah. You did. Right. How did dressed you explain as a pimp. that one? How did that get passed? Holy! And, hey, and this was very encouraged. This is the 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 best thing about this costume is that mom and mom. I don't know if dad actually saw the costume and was like, "Yeah, go yeah. as that." But I'm, I know mom was involved in the planning of the costume because I had one of dad's old school coats coats from back in the oh, day, okay. and, and yeah. one of the hats from back in the day, and a feather, and and all the and I I taped up a, a golf club putter. And so it was a cane, and I was I was pimped out. I, at least, I would have paid and money to I hear you pimp. explain to someone, like say Castle Rock's, you know, social studies teacher, and they said, "Okay, oh, <laughs> you're wearing a zoot suit, and you got a cane. What are you today?" And you said, "I'm a pimp." I'm a pimp. How did you get take it or leave it? No I'm a pimp. Saw that. There's no way Dad saw that. No, oh. I, I know he didn't, but it's it's forever. <laughs> it is documented forever in Castle Rock's um, yearbook oh my in our 7th and 8th grade yearbook. And there I am in of a pimp course. suit with two girls kissing each cheek oh, in a very pimp in pimp fashion. People, people listening. That's how right I rolled back in the day. But that's, that's, that's what I got away with. That's what I got away with as the youngest. Exactly. I bet. My last costume, I had to probably wear a Riverside Junior High jersey over some shoulder pads we stole from Coach Lebsock at Skyview, and that was the extent of how crazy <laughs> I could get. Uh, you know, I do remember one of my favorite costumes that I thought was just the greatest invention. When they first started making the masks that weren't pull over your fi- pull over your head, but it was like glued to your face, and it moved uh, with yeah. your face, and I had a skeleton one. And you got to self-decorate. So I, somehow I decided that a skeleton should be super bloody. But how many skeletons do you know that have any blood? That's the point of it. There's skeletons, Kip. There's no more blood vessels and skin. Mm-hmm. But I put it, I had this mask on, and the glue started slipping about two hours into the evening. And it was like my jawline was Kip, and then the, the, the top of the skeleton face held on for dear life with the last shreds of glue. And mom was like, you can just tape it down. What, what are you worried about? Oh, yeah, I'll just scotch tape it. Because that, that won't ruin the effect of me having a skeleton authentic face at all. But I do remember that as one of my favorite ones. Goodness. <laughs> hey, here's what I am disappointed in. 
my kid's elementary school is right across the street. And so it was trick or treat madness two days ago. Mm -hmm. Halloween, the school had a trick or treat party. So you would do your trick or treating, then you'd go to Beartooth Gym and there'd be all those games, right? You could win more candy. And that's when you'd see all your homies and what they're wearing. And then you'd go home after that. There's no such thing here. You just trick or treat. You go home to your own spot, and that's it. The school's not open. It's all shut down. I was exceptionally disappointed with that. No question. No question. Uh, I, I remember when the, the schools used to have Halloween parties, mm -hmm. and you had little Halloween games. and, and Or how about this? When even better – when mom and oh yeah, mom used to put it. on all the Halloween parties at our yep. house in the garage, yep. and we would do all the different games and all the different things. That was big time. No, it was huge. It was packed. From what I remember, packed. like I don't know the true numbers, but in my mind, what what ten year old Kip remembers is three hundred people at these parties. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember. Everyone was there. Remember, she'd always do the food in the bowls and make you look, put your hands in them. You know, oh, with yeah. your eyes closed, and she was like, "This is intestines, and it's spaghetti noodles." But you were just disgusted, eyeballs mm -hmm. and grapes. Like, how powerful is vision? Because that was a terrifying setup. This is blood and guts, and it's like whipped cream and strawberries. But it was like, "Oh my god, it is!" Yeah, yeah. Well, and just the the our garage was such a great place to host those parties because you could literally turn off the lights in the garage, and it was pitch dark because we had no yep. windows in there. Yep. And, and you, all you had to do was. Uh, turn off the lights, throw on a little, um, uh, whatchamacallit, scary music. Yep. And next thing you know, we had a, literally a haunted house or a haunted garage. Yep. It, it was awesome. Have you ever been to a real haunted, like not a real one, like, oh, this, don't go in that, like a staged haunted house fright, like fright night show? Have you ever done one of those? Uh, I Not that I can remember anything that, <laughs> minus like a, a fair or yeah. something like that. Yeah, no, this is like this is like a big thing in the Northwest. Like, there's billboards for the address, and these people are dead serious. They've converted their house, and it's they put on the billboards full contact. Now, you explain to me the thought process. <laughs> full contact. Full contact. <laughs> They're gonna come tackle you. Now, you know what you know what I would do to somebody that tackled me in the dark. <laughs> Like they're gonna they're gonna catch it's these on. hands. Yeah, it's yeah, on it's, like dog. You took Carrie or we I took Kelly through one of these, or you took your kids and they tackle your child. Like somebody's it's catching on. bows. Yeah, and they'll you, come you, at you me with some. It's some everywhere. Yeah, some clown comes at me screaming out of the uh, off my left shoulder. There, I'm, right. I'm a, you're gonna catch a right hook. I'm sorry. <laughs> But, but don't come at I me. I can't imagine. Like, what if you? What is the thought process? Like, you know what we should do? Let's convert our house. Well, I get it. You charge money, but let's uh, let's go full contact. See if we can get sued. What do you think? Like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> People are into it. Full, full <laughs> contact. That, that, that's that's amazing to me. Yeah. That is absolutely. Uh, hey, more power to you though. If you if you're gonna make money off of that, that's awesome. Oh. But no way in hell am I attending a full contact scare house because that just results in fights. Right. That's resulting exactly. in a fight. And I, I just don't, under, I don't understand it. I don't, but it's a, it's a major thing. So people out there listening to us more power to you. If you run one, I got to question your sanity. If you pay $7 to walk through one, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, right? Let me ask you this. So, so trick or treating, Yes. So as you're rolling through each house to house, mm -hmm. was there specific houses? Do you remember specific houses that you were like, yep, this is gonna be the good this is gonna be the good treats? I or, remember no, no that this house point. is gonna suck. Okay. People that are familiar with Kane and I's house we grew up in. You remember Bitterroot and you could take a left down the the gravel road Shannon Street, right? Where the bus oh, picks yeah. up now. Shannon Street wraps around by a park. And I'll tell you this, I gear, I remember specifically Steve Bager, Danny Fagan, probably we're towing you along, Nick Goodell, and we're like, boy, we can't stop at the house across from the park because that lady gives out green apples. Not green apple candy, <laughs> not green apple suckers. That woman, God bless her, she's probably not with us anymore because she was old then, would hand you a freaking bushel of apples and say, take one. Yeah. And you were like, lady, you just ruined my entire Halloween. Yeah. Because at the beggar's house, I just got a full <laughs> Snickers bar. Exactly. You just gave me a, a freaking, not only an apple, you gave me a green apple. A green apple. 
what are you but here's yeah go go to your scary one first and i got one more question but what was your do you remember one that had great treats i you know i i can't remember one in particular i just uh i want to say evan ass oh yeah i bet they had great candies just you you kind of had this like stereotype if it was a big house you're like yeah i bet it's big candy but right you know, it wasn't necessarily always the case, but yeah, that, that's kind of. I tell you, I tell you how you get real judgmental <laughs> with each house. <laughs> like you're like, I can never be friends with those kids. What are they handing out? Thanks for the gobstoppers <laughs> or the little pack of nerves. Thanks, man. Send <laughs> some chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I know a house you didn't want to come to. That'd be our house, because mom and dad weren't trying to open that door. You remember one year they oh, gave out just no, the candy corn? Oh, hell no. The, it wasn't even packs of candy corn. It was just an open bowl yeah. of candy corn. Like, feel free. 17 <laughs> people's hands are in there. Go ahead and grab yourself three. <laughs> what? Not to mention our place, the house, our house in general, was kind of a spooky house to kind of come up yep. on if you're a little kid. Like, there's a long driveway, a long mm-hmm. walk up to the, to the front door. And it's not necessarily lighted well. No nope. garage is kind of tucked away in a dark, yep. shadowy area. And what's across the street when you turn around a with the candy? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Real small point that there's right. a, literally a cemetery right across from our street in the front yard. How did that yeah. not scar us? Right? How yeah. did that not scar us for life? I don't That's get it. That's a great point. Wow. I never even Remember that, that should have been like the first up? thing. Yeah, that should have been the first thing. Is, we kind of just looked out the window like, hmm. Never noticed that there's 300 dead people across the street from us. <laughs> and not just like a – this isn't like a, a regular run-of-the-mill cemetery either. This is just kind of – this literally was – seemed like a pet cemetery. But last year? I don't even know if it was a regulated cemetery. This thing was not mowed well. It was not well kept. Ooh. There was no real gravestones. This was no. just a cemetery, just out in the middle. And of there nowhere. was no lights. There was no lights. No, no, no. Remember ever wow. stepping? That's a there? great point. Did we that ever go? Is no wonder why no trick or treaters ever came to our house. Right? Why would you? Why would 100%, you? One hundred percent. Why would you? Good lord. That's, and that's a whole other podcast. Like, how did we survive? We grew, we grew up across from a cemetery with no lights. How do we even sleep at night? Uh, I mean, I didn't do much. Good I Lord. didn't do a lot of sleeping. <laughs> Did a lot of walking. A lot of pacing. <laughs> well, I, I just now, I just now kind of realized the impact that might should have had on us, and it should have. It really didn't. No, wow. we got lucky. I don't know how they. Good for our us. <laughs> Good for Good us. for us. For, for that's the ending of Way Back When. Good for us. (laughs) We'll be right back. All right. Following up on that way back when, talking about Halloween. Obviously, Halloween is costume time. Um, And if you take costume time in the same time frame as the movies coming out in this month in November, me being the comic book freak that I am, I saw a lot of great superhero costumes on Trick or Treat Night. Thor Ragnarok comes out tonight, late night. Uh, Justice League comes out in two weeks. So um, Kane and I thought it'd be fun to discuss superheroes in terms of like a fantasy draft almost. How would you go about creating the perfect or the best? Let's not say perfect. Let's say the best superhero team. Um, and mm. Kane's got a slight disadvantage being that he's up against a lunatic comic book collector <laughs> such as myself. <laughs> but I've shared enough information yeah. with him over the years that he could be competitive in this. But Kane, how do we are we going to go seven man team, seven person team? Because obviously, superheroes uh, doesn't have to be gender specific. Uh, but are we going seven, five? What, what are your thoughts? Where are we headed? I think I think seven is the ideal number. Okay. Um, and I think just because there's maybe seven different things that you can look at, different uh, positions that you may want to fill, yeah. um, you know, when it comes to strength, speed, uh, just all the different factors that go into superheroes and different uh, superhero powers, I guess you could say, that that uh, you may want to fulfill on your team. Yep. And so I think seven is the right number and maybe it and so sevens also gives you kind of a starting five Get with two subs. backups i like it I mean? yep 
So I think seven is is the right number that, and it also gives it so it's not too long as yeah. well. To where we're we're here all night trying to draft uh, thirteen different guys. You know what I right. mean? Right. And I think Kane and I also discussed um, as as we go through the draft, we'll say, hey, I think this is the position that this person fills uh, on our mm-hmm. roster, and both of us kind of agree that every great superhero team so when we say superhero team we're talking about the justice league we're talking about the avengers talking about the x-men um and there's a there's a lot of other ones i could list that would bore everybody to death but that's those are the top three that people go to immediately team titans maybe with today's kids watching that show Uh, but we think most of these teams are gonna have somewhere on their roster like a basketball team a football team you can't just have 25 hulks on the same team because they're just gonna run through and punch stuff and they really can't complete missions or or do anything specific so we want to have a multifaceted versatile just like our football basketball teams a versatile roster that can adapt to the to whatever it is you need to have happen if it's just a knockdown drag out punch fight with Kane's team or it's actually a mission that would you would see in the movies or in the or in the comic books is that is that right yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, man. You cannot. Whenever you're forming a team, you've got to have specific roles, and you can't have multiple people fulfilling the same role. And uh, so, I'm looking forward to trying to fulfill different roles <laughs> and uh, find the right strategy when it comes to this yep. draft to make sure that my superhero team. Whatever I come up with, and that's going to be a big part of this as well. Is at the end of the day, we we got to name our our squad. You know, it's yep. got the, like you said, the X Men, the Justice League, the Avengers. Okay, what what's our team when it's all yep. going to be named? So I'm anxious. To, it, don't you think that makes it, makes it a like a big deal? Like not just in comics, but in the movies. Like you can't have a team called the Super Duper Twelve. Like nobody gives a damn then. Like your you, your no. name has got to be cool enough for people to be like, man, I can see myself being on a team called the justice league i could do that but you damn sure wouldn't be on the yeah. fabulous eight like nobody would want to do that you know what and, and <laughs> to be honest like the fantastic four just doesn't strike fear no, in anyone know. you know what i mean like the fantastic yeah. four is just you're not like oh that's cool right what, what's the no, fantastic I'm, four all about you know you yeah. know it doesn't just go yeah whoa yeah i'm all about the fantastic no nah, mm-hmm. not so much they they lost out and i think their movies have lost out because of that i yep. think maybe the comic book sales probably have lost out because of that yep i totally agree and they're like the first team like when if you're a comic nerd you know fantastic four is like oh that's the original team up group but guess what nobody gives a damn you no, know they're important in so the storylines but they're never the storyline that's a that's a great point um like you would want to i'm on the what, what, what team are you on i'm on the x-men yeah, like, exactly. What? Tell me more. Yeah, but I'm yeah. on Squadron Supreme. That I don't care. Mm, like that, that's no, what, no. What club even club even like the even the Suicide Suicide Squad. You're going. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I yep. get that. I kind of want to be a part of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily want to be a part of that, but you're going. Yeah. Suicide Squad. That. Those are some real dudes. Whoever's right. a part of that. Yep. I agree, but the, and like the bad guy team ups, like the bad guy team ups are, are they struggle because like the Brotherhood of Evil. Oh, great! What and you just picture immediately this campy nineteen eighties cartoon. <laughs> you know, you don't picture like some really badass team of do, bad guys. I think they have they they they're better off with just their yeah. own individual names, like the Sinister Six. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> <Come on. laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, okay. So let's start off, no and question. I think. Let's lay out for everybody. You don't have to draft them in this order by any means. But th- what we mean by position, like specific drafting, like I think every superhero team, Kenny and I agreed, needs a strategist slash leader. Somebody that's going to be like, dude, I know you're stronger than me, but I need you to go hold up that building. Like that's that's the plan we're putting into place. I think every team needs mm-hmm. a pure power person. Every team needs a speedster. Mm-hmm. Every team needs a jack of all trades. It could kind of fill in the gaps, kind of like your sixth man. Like the pa- pure power man got knocked out. We need you to go in there and be strong mm-hmm. for about two minutes while we wake him up. Um, and then Kane and I kind of mm-hmm. had some other ones that we differed on. Like I had, I think you need air recon, somebody that can fly. And I had stealth, somebody that can sneak into places. But Kane, you had a couple other ones uh, that, that I didn't have, but obviously are on other teams. Yeah, I think uh, you think of guys that have that just that mental um, capability, whether like it's telepathy. just the 
uh, he's a telepath of some yeah. sort. You know what yep. I mean? Just a telepathic power that uh, either can see the future, predict mm -hmm. the future, or control somebody else's mind. I think very unique and has a place in every superhero team. Mm -hmm. And then I also think you need a guy that is uh, technically uh, efficient. So the tech guy, you know what I mean? Like the <laughs> yeah. guy that not necessarily um, has all the superhero powers, but maybe is, is has the ability to make something that right. is super because of his yeah. technical powers. Or like Batman, or, that's a great suit, but I need to build it for you so it's bulletproof. Uh, mm -hmm. Exactly. Or a guy that's maybe a half human, half mm. technically uh, gifted person. Yeah. I got you. you. Know? So I think there's a, there's a there's a place for that person within your your superhero team as well. In much like uh, sports, the matchups would make the battle. So if Kane's got a telepath, is that better or worse than me making sure I have a flyer? Like well, what's more mm -hmm. important? So I think mm -hmm. that'll be fun as we get through it. So uh, it was you came up with the category. So I'm going to give you the first pick mm -hmm. in this draft. I think that's only Ooh, fair. I think that's only God fair. Damn it. I want the first pick because that first <laughs> pick is hard. This, I mean, we're talking, uh, there's so many directions you can go yep. with this first pick. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Man. Mm. You know what, though? I, I have to go with Superman. Okay. That's I take first pick. Superman off the board, going to your squad. Super, Superman is off the board. I'm slotting him in more of the power. Yeah. Pure uh, power. So yep. Power. Although Superman has so many different traits that he can fit into a lot of different categories. That's why I think mm -hmm. he's the number one guy. Mm -hmm. So that's my number one pick. And I think that's, you know, what's hard with Superman for writers, I think, is finding a bad guy that can stand up to Superman. Like a super, like you said, Superman has everything. Like I'm super strong. I can yeah. go super fast. I got heat. Like what can you really do to me? Like I got to create almost a god to fight him. So I think that's been part yeah. of the struggle with some of his movies. Yeah. Like, oh, look at that CGI created thing. You know, but uh, you're right, yeah. Superman dialed in. Now I'm going to throw. A, I'm. It's not really a curveball. Knowing me, anybody out there is like, oh, well, of course I know what Kip took first, but I think it makes sense because I have to have a strategist to lead my crew. Because if I don't have the captain of the team, the quarterback, take NFL or the NBA point guard, if I don't have that person orchestrating, we're screwed. So mm -hmm. I'm taking bats. I'm taking Batman. There's a couple other ones out mm -hmm. there. That are great strategists. I think Captain America falls in that. Cyclops or the X Men battle plan really well, but I wouldn't be true to myself if I didn't take Batman. And I'm taking Batman off. A hundred percent. There's no doubt. Obviously, super. Uh, I, I I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I had that part of my own strategy that that Batman. Yep. If I didn't take him first, he was going to be gone. There's yep. no doubt about it. Draft. Yep. Draft research. All right, you're up. Uh, so my next pick, after I, I, I've got Superman, now I want to go. I'm going to go strategy. Okay. So my next pick, and this is a little bit different, not different, but I, screw Captain America. I want somebody <laughs> that has he's got some brains behind him. Okay. He's got some ability as well. Yeah. He's got some humor. I'm going Iron Man. For oh, that's a great pick. That's a great pick. And I'm assuming Go you're envisioning the, the Robert Downey Jr. Iron Tony Stark version. Yes. Yes. I mean, that has of course. Any, and like, if you think, like, I always compare it to, and just in terms of the actor choosing the role, Johnny Depp played Jack Sparrow three too many times. Okay. Everybody loves Jack Sparrow, <laughs> and, and Johnny Depp killed him. I don't think I'll ever get sick of Tony Stark. I don't think I'll, I think Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. could be Tony Stark till the day he dies, and I'm in. No, I'm 100% in. I think he has a Every hard time. time in any other movie now, but who cares? Like, I've been in Iron Man in 14 movies, That's and they it. all made a billion dollars. Like, deal with it. <laughs> could you, could you, and he's the, that's the only character, I think, uh, superhero wise, where if someone tried to make an Iron Man 15 years later, yeah, everyone would go, no, hell right. no, get out no. of here. That Agreed. sucks. Right. That You're, sucks. Yeah. You're totally right. I totally you got no, you don't even try. So you don't see that, it being like Batman where that's, that's that character is dead after. now yeah. because 
All right. So Iron Man off the board. There's brains. You know, he can. That's a great one. That's a great one. I better get some power, however, because you already took Superman. Now, here's here's the question, because it's always in. There's comic nerds out there. You can bear with me. The question is, mm -hmm. what is the true power level of Wonder Woman? Because depending on how she's been written or portrayed in a movie, sometimes she's Superman's like, hey, let's go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. I got you. And other times they make her fly an invisible jet. And that just drives me absolutely <laughs> insane. Like Super Wonder Woman doesn't need a goddamn jet. Wonder Woman can fly. Like she don't yeah. need some stupid jet. So so just because of that, and that's got nothing to do with it's a woman, I think Wonder Woman's awesome. I'm going to take Thor. I'm going to take Thor mm. as my pure power guy. And mm. Thor really doesn't do anything else besides be super, super strong, right? And he's got some lightning. He can fly. He's got that what hammer. He's got that he's hammer you fuck with. Kind of a dumbass. But Batman could get him in the right spot. That's that's my theory. So I've already got my, my, my strength and my muscle yep. to a certain extent. A lot of different things. i got my strategist. I've got to get my speed, and this guy's always had a, a special place in my heart for whatever reason. But I'm taking, I'm taking Flash. Yep, Flash smart. is my guy. I love Flash. We need some speed on the team. I'm taking Flash. This guy can do a lot of things for you. He's and tough. Now, He's now, tough now this is where I'm going to hit you with the technicality. Flash is yours, but you got to tell me which Flash you want because it's either Barry. I want Barry, the, I want Barry, want Barry, I want Barry Allen. Okay. Yeah, I want the. I want Respect Barry it. Allen. I, I really respect the fact that that didn't throw you at all, that you knew exactly what I was saying. Some people out there are unaware that there have been numerous flashes, but Barry Allen is back. He did die, mm -hmm. but he's back. Like most superheroes, you got to have your death and then wait a couple years, and you're back. Um, yeah. That's a good pick. That's a really good pick. You have to have a speech. Speedster comes. Speedster can do so much for you. Run fast ahead to uh, that other country and tell us what's happening. Come back in about two seconds. Okay, thanks. Fuck, go Here's go go back in time for Christ's sakes. Yep. Going running so fast as you actually spin the world in the other way. I mean, and it's yep. him and Superman can do that. So I've got two yep. people that can go back in time or go in the future. I, fuck, I'm rolling hard. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my jack of all trades because this character mm. can be a bro uh, can do a lot of things because of the ring. So I'm taking Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, Green Lantern, um, mm. strictly because I need. I got somebody now that what do we need? Just think of it, think it up, Green Lantern. It'll show up. Like we need a weapon, we need a bridge, we need a safe house, we need an instrument. Green Lantern just thinks it up. We just need you to make a big fist and punch that guy in the face. Got it? <laughs> you know, like I've taken Green Lantern. So that jack of all trades is off the board. Now, once again, his movie didn't do well. I thought it was great. Me and twelve other people. But great character, <laughs> classic character. Yeah, did not do Green Lantern justice. In <laughs> no, unfortunately, Ryan Reynolds. I really like Ryan Ryan Reynolds, and uh, I really like his wife as well. <laughs> yeah, she but, was. In um, that, yep, she was in that show. But it, you're right. That movie did not was not nearly as popular as it was no. with the Iona Iona household. No. Okay, perfect. So that leaves me with... Uh, You've got Superman, Iron Man, and Flash, Barry Allen. I'm countering yeah, yeah. Batman, Thor, and Green Lantern right now. Batman, Thor, Green Lantern. I mean, you got some good... You got some stuff. I like Iron Man, Superman, and Flash, lacking a little bit of personality. <laughs> Yes, that's I a think, great point. That's a great point. There's not you're not I gonna get a lot of add, comic relief out of year two. But you got enough in Tony Stark, well, you know? It, we got yeah, exactly. I got Tony Stark, but I just need a little bit of that just edge. We're missing mm -hmm. just a little bit of edge. So Jack of all trades. Well, you know what? Not Jack of all trades, just a flat out brawler. Okay. I'm going Wolverine. Oh give me Wolverine. I was looking at him next. I should have done my research. That you yeah, were lying. I, I just, that's, a great one. that's a guy that that we're saying, fuck it. Hey, just excuse my language, but okay. hey, go get it. Whatever we yeah. need. <laughs> that guy's gonna go get it. And he yeah. adds a little bit of edge and a little bit of personality to our group. We needed that desperately. Yes. Hey, there's another one, though, too. Can anybody be Wolverine besides Hugh Jackman? 
No, that's, that's another be one. Super You're hard. Exactly right. I, I, I mean, I love the guy. He's been amazing in it, and I, I don't like him in other movies. 100%. Like Wolverine would never be that soft as a magician. Wolverine would just slice yeah. fish and bail up. That's what he would do. <laughs> that's it. Hugh, exactly. Hugh Jackman can't. Hugh Jackman cannot be anything else but Wolverine from this point on. That, I mean, it just is what it is. Uh, you okay, signed gonna, on for it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna cross the gender line for the first time. Okay, mm -hmm. so I'm going to the air, but I also have a freakishly awesome mutant power. I'm taking Storm, and I'm oh. control. I'm controlling the weather on you. And mm. people don't know she's been in charge of the X Men for the last year and a half, uh, leading the X Men. She was married to Black Panther. Yeah, mm. so I, I get a little bit of both with Storm, and really now I got lightning covered. I got the God of Thunder. And the Weather Witch from the X-Men. Like, I'm pretty dialed in. Like, it's going to be cold when we fight. We can make it whatever we want. We can create the uh, environment. Good, yeah, wow. Hmm. Interesting. Good Good point. Well done. Good pick. Another one, I liked the most recent X-Men. I like that Storm character. Still hard to replace Halle Berry as Storm. Tough 100%. Job. Tough 100%. job. Man, there's no doubt that... Yeah, when you think of Storm, that's the first thing yep. I thought of when when you picked Storm. Yep. And in turn, yes. yeah, and in turn, I said, you know what? Good pick, just because of <laughs> that's Halliburton, hundred percent. That you win on the all looks category. Now, with that being said, though, when it comes to Jack of all trades, I'm gonna go with Wonder Woman. Oh, that's good because she she can be fast. She can be fast. Long, she can fly. Be yeah. She's smart. Yep. She can help with the strategy. She can do a little yep. bit of everything. Wonder Woman. Come that's on a, over. That's a great pick. And talk about a movie that I was excited about, but I didn't realize would have the enormous. I mean, that's an $800 billion movie. Mm -hmm. And really, when they announced that Gail Gadot was going to be it, I was like, I, I thought it was going to be Jessica B. Okay, Beckinsale. But she was awesome. Yeah, she was amazing. Yeah, oh, okay, now this is where it gets tough. Now I'm looking over there. You guys are just flying around. I, I got some flyers. Okay, I'm <laughs> you guys are just flying everywhere. We got okay. three flyers. Yeah, I'm gonna take this one on you. Another movie that I'm very excited about, but I get more brains. I do get enhanced strength, and I get a whole nation following him. I'm gonna take Black Panther. Mm, gosh dang it that was gonna be my sleeper pick yeah i got you because black panther can get down now black panther can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with wolverine doesn't have the same healing factor oh yeah that's no doubt that's the only issue but, there and he's a king he can lead because batman sometimes i got batman as my strategist but sometimes batman picks option b and just goes solo like i'm gonna do this job me that's it mm -hmm. so i'm gonna need somebody else on the field to coordinate i kind of like the black panther and that movie looks phenomenal. That's a by good the way. pick. I agree. I agree. Gosh, dang it, that's a good pick. Uh, I was gonna have him as my stealth. Yeah. Stealth. Yep. Would have been a great one. You Gosh, you don't have geez. your telepath if you're thinking telepath or or your android situation. You, well, you kind of got Iron Man, so there's some tech. Yeah. Iron Man's a little bit of yeah. He's a little yeah, bit. Yeah, there's a lot of it. Crossover in that regard. All right. Well. I can't do that. Uh, uh, none of us have. Neither one of us has picked magic yet either. No, no, no. And that—that's a guy that's definitely on the list. Well, I'm just gonna going with just kind of stealth, kind of mm -hmm. doing it. I'm gonna go with Spider Man. Oh, nice! Spider Man's underrated. I, like I think people don't realize how strong he I, is. That he's—he's got some legitimate strength to yeah. him. And, Different, got some different unique characteristics and traits to him that are yep. I like. You'll add agility, he'll, he'll, different weapon. An underrated part of it, he's a scientist. In the comics, he owns his own tech firm, Parker Industries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yep. underrated part of that. That's a good point. Very good point. Adds a little bit too to your with him and Iron Man back and forth. Been good in the movies. Been funny. Yeah, exactly. Know? Exactly. Again, just to help give a little bit of personality with that whole Superman right. deal. Superman tends to be a dud. A little bit of yep. just... So now you get that combination of Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Wolverine. I think that's a really good dynamic of just flat-out humor. Yep. I love that. That's a good pick. 
I'm going to go. I got to get my speedster because I can't. I, here's a question. I'm going to take the other Flash. Like, that's. Don't you think speed is like the underserved superhero? Like, there's a lot of strong guys. There's a lot of flying women, you know, like, but there's mm -hmm. like, when people say, who's the fastest superhero? Like, oh, Flash. And there's three of them. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. Marvel has a guy named Quicksilver that died in Quick the Silver. Avengers movie. Yeah. But nobody's like, God, I wish I could see more Quicksilver. Mm -hmm. Nobody says that. Everybody loves the Flash. I'm taking Flash, the Wally West version, who Ooh. has always been my favorite, even though I totally respect Barry Allen. Wally West is the second Flash. He was Kid Flash, red hair. He just made an amazing comeback in the comics in a rebirth segment. Um, and I am very excited to have Wally back in my reading repertoire. And I'm glad I got him because him and Barry are going to have to go on a race. And it's going to be fun when they just run around and make a tornado. Very, very interesting. Well, one done. spot left. There's a lot. Oh, there's so many people on the table right now for one spot. What's it? What's the spot are we missing here? So, one, I, it's, two, I think three, it's four, I, we both have brawlers, we both have speedsters, we both have jack of all trades, we got mm -hmm. strategists, pure power. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's kind of where you want to go. I don't think either one of us has stealth. Spider Man kind of fits in that a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Magic has not been picking up. The tele telepathy, magic has not been picked up, and we, we, you have one tech person in Iron Man. I don't have like mm -hmm. an Android type right now. Here's what I'm gonna go with, and this is a little bit of the flyer slash mental. Okay, I'm going with the Silver Surfer. Oh my gosh, the That's Silver. That you just got cosmic level power. Yes. Holy cow. Yeah. How did I leave I, that I went one there with on it. the board? I went there with it. Silver Surfer. This guy can absolutely actually yeah. destroy worlds. Like we would need a done. team pretty much to take on the Silver Surfer. Yeah, and he's on my team. <laughs> Along with Superman and Iron yeah, And he's on my team. Wonder Woman. <laughs> That's pretty good. Silver Surfer. Oh, that's, that's such a... Welcome to the team in the seventh round. Right. Seventh round pick because... That guy well, he, he doesn't have a personality. He's he's oh, extremely yeah. dull. He's he's not very likable. So there's some red flags with this guy. Can the he Silver be... Silver Surfer so juiced he, up, they call his ability the power cosmic. They don't yeah. call it cosmic power. They call it the power cosmic because it's just stupid amazing. Yeah. Oh boy. We're in but trouble. again, I, I'm. It's a risk. There's some yep. red flags. He doesn't work well with others. Yeah, that's true. He's he's got some real anger issues, and you talk about Wolverine, and you talk about <laughs> Iron Man, and I, these guys are supposed to somehow coexist on a team that's going to be yeah. tough but i'm gonna i'm willing to risk it because of his ability his talents i'm taking the risk and i'm taking him God, that's such a good pick uh i got i'm gonna go now because i don't think there's anybody left on the board that i could just go oh yeah we'll match that right hook with our right hook but what i could maybe do is jump into some minds on your team Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna take John Jones, the Martian Manhunter. Oh, and wow! People, people recognize him like, oh, there's the green guy. Yeah. Uh, but the green guy is as strong as Superman. Can shape shift, has telekinesis, which means you can move stuff with your mind, and he's a telepath. So maybe, like, <laughs> oh, it's stupid. <laughs> like it's dumb how wow. amazing John Jones is. There's a reason he's been on every version of the Justice League for like 40 years because they need him. But he's like, you can't write him really well because he's an alien pretending to be a human. His weakness is fire, which doesn't make any sense because he's got all these powers. He's a hard right. And people don't know how to say his name because it's this J-O-N-N-J-O-N-Z-Z-Z. -Z -Z. Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> but he's stupid effective, and that might give us a chance to slow down. Like, if we can't get in the Silver Surfer's brain, maybe we can flip Superman for five minutes while the rest of us run away. No question. No question. Wow. Now, I That's think there's an pick. honorable mention. Let's go back through Canes now. Superman, Iron Man, Flash, Barry Allen, Wolverine, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, and the Silver Surfer. Mm -hmm. That's a hell of a roster. I've got Batman, Thor, Green Lantern, Storm, Black Panther, Flash, and Wally West. 
we are do we have anybody batman is the only not batman and flat and black panther for my team are not flying anywhere oh neither is wally west the flash so we got three earthbound human beings now we, batman mm -hmm. obviously could be jump in a plane i suppose yeah you have give me earthbound wolverine but wolverine has no problem flash and flash and spider-man but he's spider gonna yeah 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 yep, yep. It, yeah that's it, interesting I mean, you know, it's, in, it's another thing as we wrap it up and people can debate with us. We'll put up a picture of our teams. I can make that graphic. That'll be fun. Oh, the, yeah. Versus Batman. We'll, we'll put up the graphic of our teams facing off and maybe we'll come up with names. Kate oh, and I discussed specifically, hey, you have to have a great name or nobody's staying to. on this team. No. 100%. <laughs> Especially with individual. I've got some I've got some real individual issues. Like I, I, I yeah. know already. And this is I'm lacking leadership. I'm just gonna be flat out honest. With you <laughs> you could have used Captain America in there. Somewhere. I could have used. I, I should have taken. I might have made a mistake not getting him in there somewhere because I'm talking Iron Man, major ego, yep. Superman, individual, Flash, just you know, hey, loves to do what he does. Not right. really. Wolverine's you know, not listening to much many people. Wolverine, exactly. Rebel, Wonder Woman. Yep. Yeah, has her moment. Maybe can be the the yeah. The maybe Wonder Woman's your leader. Yeah, maybe she's the leader. Spider Man's too young and and dumb. Silver Surfer doesn't know anything about team. No. He's just about <laughs> destroying worlds. I've got some issues when it comes down to it, but yep. I'm hoping to somehow connect them some ways, somehow, some way. So yes. maybe a, a team name and motto can connect them. That's a great one. Hey, here, I, there's an honorable mention list here, or maybe snubs, oh, you know, like draft day snubs. No doubt. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, we didn't put Captain America on. A <laughs> How about the Incredible Hulk? Doesn't make a team. For us, Black, I'm just going, people might know Black Widow and Green Arrow, Black Widow from the Avengers, Hawkeye from the Avengers. But I think that character, that character shoots himself down in Avengers too when he's like, this, the city is flying. And I'm using a bow and arrow. I think that, I mean, it was hilarious, but it was also like, yeah, dude, why, why are you on the Avengers? Because <laughs> you, it, they don't, I don't think, think they need you, Jeremy Renner. Yeah. I love your character, but they don't need you. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. Shoot arrows, because there's only so many trick arrows that you can have in a quiver. Yeah. So, <laughs> your, your arrows <laughs> run out. I'm with you. I've always had an issue with with that in Green Arrow. Somehow yeah. that just doesn't make sense to me. I know you, they're great shots with the arrow, but right. yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, you might as well have Legolas from freaking Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the same same deal. Uh, we don't have Luke Cage. He's got a great television show. Cyborg didn't make our cut. Uh, the Vision from the Avengers didn't make our cut. How Neither about? Go ahead. Did you did you mention Aquaman? Aquaman. Okay. Now this is this like another podcast because people clown <laughs> Aquaman constantly. They do. <laughs> they, they absolutely they clown do. him. And the dude is a real He's deal. He's a badass. He, is he doesn't just talk deal. to fishes. Like no. because he can swim at the depths under the ocean, he is ridiculously strong. The pressure doesn't phase him. You know how strong you got to be to have thousands of pounds of water on you, and it doesn't phase yeah. you. Yeah. It, how about uh, the, the the yeah. Uh, you know what he reminds me of, and, and this makes total sense for for Aquaman. It's like Michael Phelps. Like yeah. People don't, don't people don't really appreciate Michael Phelps for the athlete that Michael Phelps is? Yep. We're talking about swimming. Have any of you out there tr actually tried swimming at the speed and rate? <laughs> right. That right. Does right. it? Doesn't it's not it's not very easy. Obviously, yeah. a lot of people that can't swim, period. And yeah. this guy has done it for however many years and has won how many gold medals. Yep. And you just don't appreciate him. Aquaman's the same way. You don't appreciate Aquaman right. for the power that he has and the things that he does. But this dude's legit. This is like legit. literally people underestimate, like, yeah, okay. So he talks to an octopus, doesn't phase me. Well, you know what else he does? Controls currents of the ocean. Would you like to be flooded on your beachfront property by some man's brain? Mm. I, that's that's i think the movie that's why i'm excited about the movie obviously the actor jason momoa is a stud mm -hmm. he may or may not be samoan we're gonna claim him because that's what yeah. polynesians do. hell yeah i just claim hell yeah of course he's samoan. could possibly be tongan he's samoan no question probably our cousin exactly you know? <laughs> Guaranteed. 
he makes I think that's a great casting because if they would have went like blonde haired, blue eyes Aquaman and orange, people would have oh. just like beat it. Get out of here. Exactly. Um I think we missed out on Supergirl. I know her name sucks, Supergirl, but Supergirl's actually older than Superman. You know she who else? Time... Did you mention Jean Grey? That is a huge oversight. Jean Grey, <laughs> the oh, telepathy, the strongest telepath to ever live, stronger than Professor X. She can fly. She can control the Phoenix Force. A Phoenix. Kind of a big deal. Kind yeah. of a big deal. Another mm. random name that people might not know unless they're Marvel comic readers is Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers. She's pretty much like Wonder Woman of Marvel. Like she can fly. She can shoot things from her hands. She absorbs all energy. Like she's stupid strong. Mm -hmm. And that's that's another one that we missed out on. Neither of the Hawks made it. The Hawk Man, Hawk Girl, Hawk Woman. <laughs> they didn't make it. They got strong at hammers. <laughs> Ant Man never made it. Ant, Ant Man didn't make it. Yeah. Nightwing. None of those. You know. I, so there's there's probably a, a team out there, and there's probably somewhere somewhere a, a, a independent comic book readers talking about some hero that nobody knows about. Oh, he would dominate them all. You know mm -hmm. what? Make DC or Marvel. Then we'll talk. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wild card. We'll put up the graphics of our team. Love hearing feedback from folks. And if you can draft a team better than we did, I would love. I mean, I could literally talk about this and bore people. I could. I should start that side podcast where there'll be two <laughs> listeners. Kip just talking about comics. And here's why Batman would beat Superman every single time. But I would have that conversation. <laughs> I would do it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Cross the streams, episode 13. See you on the other side, Ray.